Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Men in Tights podcast. This episode is going to be all about the WWE pay-per-view crown jewel emanating from somewhere in Saudi Arabia. Let me look that up real quick. Uh, Riyadh, Saudi Arabia. Yeah, I usually don't talk about the Saudi pay-per-views because, well, you know, a lot of controversy about that. Um, but I want to talk about this time because, honestly, uh, the card looks pretty pretty damn stacked for this pay-per-view so gonna give my predictions for this pay-per-view uh as of right now i'm recording this after monday night raw so we got nine matches officially announced and scheduled for the pay-per-view so let's get started and we got the first match that was officially announced on raw i don't know if they announced it prior to that but i first heard about it on raw it's a mansoor taking on mustafa ali uh in a grudge match after the events of what happened on raw last week where ali you know, finally just had enough of Mansoor and beat the holy hell out of him backstage and is looking to teach him a lesson uh, at Crown Jewel. So this one's going to be a pretty pretty good match, I'm sure. Very very good, fast-paced, exciting match with lots of exciting uh, high spots from both men. And Mansoor being the uh, home country uh, kid, uh, probably going to be very likely that he's going to win this one uh but this is one of those matches as i've said it other times on here uh where i'm happy with either person winning um but again with it with him being with Mansoor being the hometown guy home country guy and you know the saudi government being what they are i would not surprise me at all if you know they have to make him win this match because yeah, you don't want to upset the Saudi government because you just never know what's going to happen to that stuff. Because, yeah, yes, it's going to be, it's going to be dirty. It's going to be nasty. It's going to be lots of things. And I don't know why I'm talking like that right now. But anyways, yeah. Um, yeah, it's been a pretty good story. been building up for the last couple of months. And uh, I like that it's been, a, it was actually pretty, pretty good, slow burn kind of a build up. Um, so that means that the match is actually going to be pretty damn good and actually gonna mean something once the match is over at least i think so but then we'll also probably get a few you know uh rematches on raw what do you know on they're gonna be on smackdown now right is it both of them or just one i don't remember um but yeah that's gonna be that's the pretty sure that's gonna be one of the first matches to open the show or it could be one of these matches we have the uh queen's crown tournament finals as well as the King of the Ring tournament finals. I'll talk about the Queen's Crown f- tournament match first. Uh, there's a Zelina Vega versus Dewdrop, which really surprised me that Dewdrop is the one that's in the, f- in the finals because uh, the way they've been, they've been building up Shayna Baszler, it seemed pretty obvious that it was going to be her uh, coming out, going into the finals and more than likely winning it. But now that it's Dewdrop versus Zelina Vega, it can go either way. Although, me personally, I would want it perfect prefer it to be i would prefer it to be uh, zelina vega winning this one because i don't know i think that she could really really work the queen gimmick uh very well and really sell her heart out for it um but you know we don't i don't know what the WWE's plans are as far as uh wanting to do with what they want to do with vega or for or with dewdrop um because with the with Dewdrop, they were kind of building her up for a little bit with the Eva Marie stuff, and then just decided to go ahead and end that uh, to me prematurely. Um, but yeah, it is what it is. Uh, I don't mind it that much that she's finally on her own, but just 
I mean, give her something, you know. So, she might win. I'll be happy. But I would prefer to be Zelina Vega. So, my prediction uh, for this match is I think Zelina Vega is going to win. Because, again, uh, with her personality, she and her promo skills, she'll be able to sell the queen uh, gimmick better than almost anyone could. Uh, that's currently wrestling on the women's roster for Raw or SmackDown. Um, and plus, you know, I'm a little biased. I'm a, I've been a fan of hers for many, many years. Uh, so I'll, I really hope that she can... Uh, I really hope that she does win. So, And I'm predicting that she will win. <sighs> I'm yawning, sorry. It's almost 1.30 in the morning that I'm recording this. So, yeah, I'm a tad bit sleepy. And should probably not waste too much time recording this so I can go to bed um, and enjoy the rest of my uh, couple of days off before I go to work on Wednesday. But anyways, yeah. Uh, Mansoor to win that match with Ali and then Zelina Vega to win the Queen's Crown and then for the King of the Ring tournament finals we have Finn Balor versus Xavier Woods. Another match where I would be happy with either uh, man winning this one um, because Finn Balor is the prince um, and, uh, you know, Prince becomes a king kind of thing they've been building up with him. But then with Xavier Woods, he's been campaigning for King of the Ring for the longest time. Uh, even doing so like on a, on his up-up-down-down with his little character and some of the WWE game playthroughs. Uh, Zero, uh, it was King Zero and this SmackDown vs. Raw playthrough that he did. <clears throat> um, so I personally would really hope that he can win this match and want him to win and but as far as who I predict is going to win, I'll take a sip of my water first. Um, that one is really hard for me to tell. I mean, the match, I know is going to be a very good match because both men are phenomenal athletes. Xavier Woods has been showing uh, how good he is uh, in, in a singles competitor in recent months, uh, especially his matches with the Ricochet that he's had in, uh, in the tournament and then like a few months ago on Raw during, when it was still during the Thunderdome era. Um, so I really want him to win. And a lot of fans want him to win. Uh, but we're not predicting it. That's, that's the trickier part. Um, let's see. I mean, because both men would bend, they, they can benefit from, from either way. Um, either man can benefit from winning the tournament. Uh, but again, kind of going like with Zelina Vega, how I feel like she could really sell the queen gimmick. I think Xavier Woods could really sell being king of the ring. Uh, better than Finn Balor could, because Finn Balor would just be, I won King of the Ring, but I'm just going back to being Finn Balor. Whereas Xavier Woods, he would milk that gimmick, you know, until it's until the cow is dry. He would he would milk it so well, and we would all love him for it. So yeah, uh, I want him to win, and I hope that he wins. Um, let me see, let me flip a coin to you know see, so I can decide of who I think is gonna win this one. Um, if I can reach for the coin that's in my little cup right here. One, two, three. There's a there's a coin. Uh, if I can reach it. Ah, stupid thing. Yeah, let me just. There we go. Got me a quarter. I flip the quarter so I can decide who I think is gonna win this match. Uh, Heads, Balor, Tails, Woods. Alright, Tails. So, 
the quarter has determined that it's going to be Xavier Woods winning the tournament. And then moving on, we have the Raw Tag Team Championships. RK Bro versus AJ Styles and Omos again. This will probably be a pretty good match. I mean, the one they had at SummerSlam was pretty decent as well. Um, uh, and I was, you know, really to me, this is a match I could really do without. I'm not really the most invested in this. There's a lot of the other matches on the card that I'm very excited and invested in, but this is not one of them. Um... <sighs> oh, sorry for yawning again. Um, and it's not to say that it's going to be a bad match because I don't think it will be. It's just it's a match that I don't really care for. Um, only thing that I can say that I really care for is the, I mean, RK Bro wins, and but the thing, the only thing that can really sell me on the match is that it has to end with Orton doing the RKO to Omos. That's the only way I can I can get behind this match. I it ha I wanted to have that ending to the match. Otherwise, I don't give a shit, really. Um, but yeah, my, um, RK Bro to retain. That's my prediction. And um, yeah, that's pretty much all I got to say about that match. Um, and now going up to the matches that people actually care about uh, on this card, uh, we have uh, we have um, the WWE Championship. Uh, Big E defending against Drew McIntyre. That was going to be a very good match. I I am very certain of that. Um, and uh, with Drew going to SmackDown, it makes it kind of obvious that Big E is going to retain. Uh, plus, I don't think that they're gonna they would want Big E to be a transition champion, uh, especially you know with how hot his victory was on Bobby Lashley when he cashed in the Money in the Bank uh, contract, um, and then coming over to Monday Night Raw officially uh, as of next week. Yeah, I don't think they would want to you know piss off the fans that much. I mean. I mean, WWE has, doesn't mind upsetting the fans because, you know, when the situation calls for it, they, it works. But I'm predicting Big E to retain this match. But the match is going to be a very good match. I'm predicting that very, very certainly. Because um, yeah, the way I, what I think is going to happen is that it's going to be Drew, once he goes over to SmackDown officially, he's going to start feuding with Roman Reigns. Um, but, you know, get to that story in a little bit once I get to that match. So, I, but I think that that's the that's where the the plan is for now. That's my that's my assumption, and I you know, and I hope that that's where they're where they're gonna, the direction they're going to go. Um, whether they would want to do it at the pay per view after Survivor Series or building it up to WrestleMania, I don't know. But either way, it is a story and a match that I would feel very much invested in. Um, um so yeah, prediction is Big E to retain. The WWE Championship. And then the other big matches, the big grudge matches that we have on here. Uh, we have Goldberg and Bobby Lashley in a no-holds-barred match. And I'm really happy that this is not a championship match because, yeah, as I've said uh, in the past, I don't mind Goldberg coming in for these matches every now and then as long as it's not a world championship match. But So now that this one, no championship involved, just two dudes going at it, no-holds-barred, I'm going to be... I'm actually going to be into this match, um, and I hope that they don't hold back, because, you know, I want to be entertained. I want to enjoy this show very much, and again, based on the card that we have currently, looks like it's going to be a good pay-per-view, and this is one of the matches that I hope will, you know, surpass any and all expectations that we have, um, and it also feels kind of obvious the way the story has been building up, that Bob, that Goldberg is going to win this. 
but I would hope that Bobby Lashley wins so that they can maintain his almighty uh, status. But um, we'll see how that works out. But my prediction is for Goldberg to win this one. And now we have uh, the Hell in a Cell match. Edge versus Seth Rollins. Um, this is one that I think is going to be the show stealer, or at least one of the matches that has the potential to be the show stealer. Uh, much like at SummerSlam, theirs was the was the match that stole the show. Uh, and their match at uh, SmackDown at the Garden a few weeks ago was a, another great match. Uh, I mean, the chemistry between these two and the few matches that they've had have just been off the charts, in my opinion. And uh, I mean, I love Rollins, I love Edge, especially love Edge. Um, so, and knowing how much of a perfectionist both men are, and especially like Rollins uh, after the debacle of Hell in a Cell match that he had with The Fiend two years ago. I'm pretty sure he's going to want to try to make up for that. Uh, now, uh, now, this is one that really I have a hard time predicting on who I think is going to win this match. Um, is it going to gonna be Rollins? Is it going to be Edge? Because both of them are going to be part of Raw uh, as of, officially as of next week. So, you know, I, mean, I would have assumed that they were going to try to keep the rivalry going, but Hell in a Cell matches are usually that's a definitive event of these stories, and I'm assuming that's what they're where they're going with this as well. Um, but I mean, because yeah, Edge won the first match, Rollins won the second won the second match. Um, I mean, so it could go either way. But you know, most most of us fans we have our minds fixated that or pre-programmed that you know when they do the back and forth uh, wins like that, you know, this guy wins the first match, this guy wins the next match, and then. The first guy is going to win the third match. Um, and so, I mean, in that, in that case, it, it makes it kind of obvious that it could be Edge. But then at the same time, we don't. maybe Rollins will surprise us and squeeze out a last-minute vic- victory with some chicken-shit-heel tactics. Uh, so, yeah, I'll predict Seth Rollins to win this match. And then we come up to the two big, big matches that are, gonna, that are main event levels of the match. Starting off with the uh, Triple Threat SmackDown Women's Championship match. Becky Lynch defending against Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks. Um, this one is going to be a phenomenal match as well. Um, now, but kind of like mine said about Big E. Uh, and as far as the championship, I mean, Drew's going to SmackDown. Uh, so he, I don't think he would win the WWE Championship. And then with this one, Becky Lynch and Bianca Belair are going to be on Raw. Sasha Banks is staying on SmackDown. So, and... Charlotte Flair, she's still the Raw Women's Champion, and she's going to be part of SmackDown. So that was, that's what really makes it interesting as far as what they're going to do with the Women's Championships. Because could they both keep their championships, but, you know, beyond the opposite shows of what the championships are? That would be an interesting story to tell, in my opinion. Um, although, I mean, with the Sasha and the Charlotte, uh, sorry, Bianca Belair and Charlotte Flair's match on Raw earlier tonight. I was hoping Bianca Belair would win it uh, so she can be Raw Women's Champion and then go to Crowd Jewel and win the SmackDown Women's Championship, uh, which would you know, solidify her status as the EST of WWE. Um, but that was not the case. Charlotte won, or rather, Bianca won by a DQ because Charlotte uh, decided to use the steel chair on on Bianca at the end of the match, uh, and it was a very, very, very good match. So I uh, was a little disappointed with how it ended, but I was not disappointed with the match itself. But now, like I said, because Charlotte Flair is still Raw Women's Champion, she's going to SmackDown. 
and Becky Lynch is SmackDown Women's Champion, she's going to Raw. So that's what makes it interesting. Unless they throw a curveball at us and Charlotte Flair inserts herself into the match somehow. Um, I don't know. Probably not going to happen. So, uh, I mean, depending on what their plans are with the championships themselves, like if they want to keep Charlotte as the Raw champion, even though she'll be part of SmackDown, and Becky the SmackDown champion, even though she'll be part of Raw, that'll be, like I said, an interesting story to tell, unless they're going to just do like what they did with uh, Street Profits and New Day last year, where they literally just swapped the belts uh, with between each other. Uh, which, I mean, it makes sense, but based on the stories being told currently with the women, I don't know if they're going to do that. So, I mean, I would either, I'm, I'm predicting that Becky Lynch is going to retain the championship and just bring the SmackDown belt to Raw and Charlotte brings the Raw belt to SmackDown. Or, or maybe they will just swap the belt after this pay-per-view, but we'll see. Um, but yeah, predicting Becky Lynch to retain SmackDown Women's Championship in this match. Which brings us to the main event of the pay-per-view, which is no doubt going to be the main event of the pay-per-view. Um, is Roman Reigns defending the Universal Championship against Brock Lesnar. Um, now this one is interesting because it's the roles are kind of flipped this time around. Roman is the heel and Lesnar is a tweener, you know, as they, as they would say. He's not a heel and he's not a face, but the fans are, are solidly behind him for the most part. Um, uh, so that makes the dynamic of this match and the storytelling of this match, and especially the Paul Heyman um, element of this, uh, makes it very interesting because Paul Heyman has been the advocate of Brock Lesnar for many, many years. And now Paul Heyman is now currently the uh, uh, the counsel, special counsel for Roman Reigns, for the tribal chief Roman Reigns. Um, so yeah, that little element of the story makes it very interesting. Um, and especially because uh, uh, Paul Heyman posted a thing on his social media saying that he was he's going to walk in with the Universal Champion and then walk out with the Universal Champion, but never specified who he was talking about, which that makes the, makes it a little interesting of, you know, is he going to turn on Roman Reigns? Is he going to and side with Lesnar? Or is he going to solidify his loyalty to Roman Reigns in this match? Either way, it is a match I am generally looking forward to this time around. I mean, I was not a big fan of the Lesnar and Reigns matches from before. Not that they were bad matches, just I didn't care for them after a while. But this one I actually do kind of care about. Um... And, but I, as I've been saying, I really want Roman Reigns to stay a Universal Champion all the way to WrestleMania and maybe even further than that because I've, I have been really, really enjoying his reign uh, since returning last summer. And because, like I said, this has been the best that he's been uh, in, his, in the almost 10 years of being on the main Raw and SmackDown shows. So I hope that he retains and I want him to retain. And I do predict that he will retain. But you never know. They, they might swerve us this with this match. But yeah, as of right now, that is my prediction for Roman Reigns. So yeah, recapping my predictions. Mansoor, Zelina Vega, Xavier Woods, uh, RK-Bro, Big E, Goldberg, uh, Rollins, Becky Lynch, and Roman Reigns to win these matches on Crown Jewel, which will be on peacock in the united states and wwe network everywhere else so yeah uh 12 12 p.m eastern time this thursday 
October 21st, which is going to be probably the only time a Saudi show that I'm at that has made me actually care about watching the show. Because all the previous Saudi Arabia WWE shows couldn't care less, honestly. Um, so we'll see how this pay-per-view goes. And um, yeah, that's going to do it for this episode of the Minutes Podcast. I hope you all enjoyed hearing me ramble on for the last 20 minutes about Crown Jewel. Uh, and if you'd like, share your predictions on what do you think is going to go down on the Saudi Arabia pay-per-view. Um... You can, either, you can do so either by commenting on the YouTube video, or you can do so on reaching out to me on my social media, my Twitter, Instagram, Vero, Snapchat, any of those. Um, and uh, subscribe to the podcast, to the podcast, to the podcast on YouTube, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Castbox, Radio Public, Breaker, Anchor, Apple Podcasts. All the direct links to those will be in the description, as well as my social media's direct links. And uh, support me. If you'd like to, you know, if you enjoy what I do on here and you would like to put a little money in my bank account to help me continue to improve the quality of these shows, uh, whether it's the, you know, audio presentation or the video presentation for YouTube, uh, you can do so by supporting me on Patreon, $1 a month, uh, only $1 a month. I'm not greedy. Um, uh, just, yeah, description is in link is in the description to this episode and my Manitized podcast store where I have several fun little designs that come in t-shirts, uh, masks, hoodies, stickers, magnets, notebooks, and phone cases for some, um, coffee mugs, etc. All those direct links will be in the description as well for that. Uh, check out my other stuff that I have on here, my movie reviews, like my Halloween Kills review from a few days ago, um, which, you know, Spoiler alert, I enjoyed it very, very much. Uh, and my Black Widow review as well. Um, all my other movie reviews that I've had in the past, retro film reviews, worst to best, video game reviews, book reviews, everything else, regular, other regular podcast episodes. Um, and speaking of retro film review, I will have my next retro film review uh, in a couple of weeks. Actually, not a couple of weeks. Next week on Devil's Night, uh, my retro film review this year for... Uh, Devil's Night will be The Crow, with, as of me seeing Devil's Night so many times. was not a giveaway for that, or, you know, not paying attention to my social media. Um, that's going to be my next retro film review coming up next week huh, on October 30th. Again, Devil's Night. Um, I hope you all will enjoy that one, and, uh, uh, and all my next pay-per-view re- re- predictions I'll have uh, will be for AEW Full Gear coming up in a, a couple weeks as well. I look forward to giving my thoughts on that card. Uh, Yeah, thank you all so much for watching, for listening, for subscribing. I love and appreciate every single one of you who do, and I truly and genuinely do. Um, Hope you're doing well, staying safe, staying healthy, taking care of yourselves and your loved ones, being the good people that you are, that I know you are, that I know you can be. Um, And because I do all of this, yes, for myself, because I enjoy doing it, but I also do it for all of you do love to watch and listen to this uh however many times every week that i do this um you know and those of you who continue to support me i appreciate it very very much i truly do and generally do um again thank you all so much uh for watching for listening for subscribing for supporting me in every possible way that you do um it's truly truly genuinely appreciated in my heart i really i really really mean that um and yeah, this has been the Minutized Podcast. 
I am Julian, and I will see all of you on the next one.